Lewis brilliantly, Gunston, Burgoyne to put them in front. He doesn't miss, he's kicked three. Hawthorne back in front. Boundary throw in, Hale, body to body with Sandlin. It's a remarkable athlete, knocked it to the wrong man, Bruce. Bruce goes through and kicks a goal. Still with Rioli, real chance, Hawthorne are in now. Rioli pinpoint, kick the full forward, Burgoyne with Mackey. What a big play, Burgoyne gets it back, Gunston's got four, and they're coming now. Hi folks, I'm Marcus and welcome to Hawthorne Obsession. Hello, I'm Michael and today we're going to be talking about our pre-season games against the Bulldogs and against North Melbourne on Saturday, as well as our projected 22 for round one. Michael, what a fantastic win on Saturday. I know it's only a practice match, but uh, you know, we're looking for hope anywhere we can and uh, there was a lot of hope pouring out over the ground there on Saturday. Yeah, I think it was uh, a near-perfect preseason game, actually, because when you're playing a preseason game, and I'm referring to the one against North Melbourne here, uh, you're not really looking for a win. That doesn't really matter. The, the main thing is seeing younger guys go, uh, see how the younger guys go, and uh, and new players as well that you might have traded in. So uh, I think we saw a fair bit from, from both the younger guys and the new guys who traded in, and I'll get into that in a second, but... Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty successful preseason game against North. Uh, the one against the Bulldogs as well was also quite good. I, I didn't watch that one. Um, it's actually it was played at ten thirty on a Saturday, uh, Wednesday, so I think most people probably weren't available. But uh, I've read the match report and I've seen the highlights, so we'll discuss that as well. But yeah, look, both both were pretty encouraging for a couple of different reasons. I think the Hawks have had a reasonably okay summer. We had some oddities with uh, Patton and, of course, um, Scully. But putting putting those events aside, we've actually had a reasonably good sort of uh, transition into this year. And I'm, I mean, we're not we're not anticipating um, any big success this year. But all we're looking for as Hawthorne supporters is a way forward and. Uh, I don't know. I just thought the last those the game against the doggies and the game against from the highlights. I saw the doggies game and also the uh, the game on Saturday. I, there's a lot of hope, and I'm sort of excited about the young players coming through. I mean, we're all got our fingers crossed. They're the sort of players that we want to help us win a premiership. But um, you know, I think we're we're on the right path, Michael. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's early days, but some of the younger guys that that have played have have looked pretty good. I guess we can go through them one by one. Let's go. Uh, okay. Well, Tyler Brockman is, I think, one of the guys that's gotten the most attention, uh, being a first year player and being someone who looks likely for round one. He's, um, yeah, he's definitely got some X factor. Um, you know, he kicked three goals against the. Um, against North Melbourne and three and a quarter and he had a hand in another goal as well with a beautiful pass to leading Kaczynski. So, yeah, uh, you know, definitely someone who can play at AFL level. I'm sure we'll see him in the senior side this year. So, you know, he looks really good. Um, also, the, I mean, the other one that I personally I'm a little more excited for even than Brockman is um, Jacob Kaczynski. I thought uh, his game against against the Bulldogs was was really strong. You know, uh, six goals is a massive uh, return, particularly in today's game. Like, you don't really see six-goal or five-goal hauls very often. And, you know, he kicked two behinds in the last quarter, one of them which was a, was a pretty gettable set shot. So it could easily have been seven. 
Um, and you really don't see seven goals in a game from any one player anymore. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's one game, and it must be said, you know, in the preseason game against North, he, uh, against the Bulldogs, he kicked one goal, and I think he kicked two goals against um, uh, in in the, the intra-club game. So I, I'm not expecting a six-goal haul again from him, but uh, he definitely showed that he can play. He's a really good leading forward. He puts in a lot of really good defensive efforts, and... Um, and a really good contested mark. And it's just the sort of thing that we've been lacking a lot. So I think he's a, a certain starter for round one, Jacob Kaczynski. And uh, it's funny that he's only now become a forward. He was being played as a defender for well, the first couple of seasons at Hawthorne. And I remember he got interviewed after the game um, against the Bulldogs and uh, against North Melbourne. And he said himself that he sort of considered himself a forward, but was sort of playing in defence as a necessity um, because of Hawthorne's list. So uh, he feels like he's got more assets as a player, as a forward, and clearly that's true. So um, I think he'll – yeah, I, I'm both those guys, Brockman and Kaczynski, I'm sure they'll play senior footy this season. Michael, we love seeing uh, forwards who kick goals, and uh, I guess we haven't – I mean, I was excited by Brockman. Looked at the, the, he kicked some nice goals, looked uh, looked like a likely customer, and you want that from a kid who's just – 18 years of age and is starting off at Hawthorne to be a bit adventurous and have a go your mug and he was doing all that which I love but Kaczynski I mean we love tall forwards taking big grabs in the forward line and I don't know we've I haven't seen that for a while and I, I I'm I mean Mitchell uh, shows a bit of promise every now and then and I mean a couple of years ago he was uh, really giving us a lot but last year just disappeared and uh, look I'm hoping I can just imagine if the twin towers are up there taking marks that would um, my gosh give so much relief to Gunston and to Bruce and to Wingard and this Brockman kid running around it just uh, we need the big blokes taking big marks to at least um, give us some uh, hope in the forward line Michael very excited by what we're seeing yeah um, well as I said because he looks Likely. I mean, you know, it's one great game. I, I don't know how often he's going to be able to do that, but it's something. And it's something we didn't expect. Like, I didn't think, like a month ago, I wasn't thinking of Jacob Kaczynski at all. So, all of a sudden, that looks like a, a prospect. So, that, that's good to see. And, again, that's the sort of thing you want out of these preseason games. You want to see some new players and, and see what they can do. And I think, yeah, both those guys, Brockman and Kaczynski, looked really good. Brockman um, looks really confident. You know, uh, like, just looks very confident at the level. Uh, there was one moment where he bit off a little bit more than he could chew, tried to take on a North Melbourne player one-on-one and step around him, and he got done for holding the ball. But, you know, he's taking on the game, and, uh, and yeah, as I said, he's pretty confident. So I'm, I, I like the look of both of those guys. So, yeah, uh, pretty excited for both. Uh, the other one that played, uh, the other young guy that played was Connor Downey. Now, uh, apparently he was pretty impressive against the Bulldogs. Um, I didn't see him do... He, he, you know, he played okay against um, North, but probably wasn't as prolific as he was against the Bulldogs. Uh, he He's one. He's another one that I think looks pretty good. He looks pretty comfortable at the level already. So I think we'll see him in the senior side this season, Connor Downey. And that's the sort of player we look because you mentioned earlier, you know, losing Tom Scully, and also the retirement of Ricky Henderson means that we we really lack outside midfielders that can create runs. So I think that really opens up a spot for Downey. What about um, Nash? Connor Nash, yeah. What do you, I, he's look. He's look. Every now and then, you and I watch him closely because every now and then he just does 
He does things which you think, hmm, this kid's going to make it. And then he does things which you think, what's going on there? I I, I mean, he's the ideal size. He's, uh, you know, he's not a bad mark and he's a, he kicked a beautiful long goal on Saturday. I, and uh, But he's got that sort of like, you know, he seems to read the play pretty well when it, especially when he's very good at getting those, the, uh, the sort of like that little kick in just on, in the goal square type situation. He's an interesting player. What's your, how do you think he's progressing, Michael? Um, yeah, look, I'll be completely honest. I'm not a big fan of Connor Nash. Um, it's sort of the same reason I was never a big fan of Ryan Schoenmakers. I just think both of those guys uh, just represent that sort of player that doesn't really fit into any position. Um, Nash is the size of a key forward, but he doesn't play like a key forward. And he probably plays more like a small forward, but he's not really a small forward at all. So uh, I don't really see how Nash fits in. I, I <laughs> I personally, I'd, I'd prefer a Mitch Lewis or a Jacob Kaczynski over Nash because I think that it's more obvious to me what they can do for the team. Nash is just a like you know he had a good game uh, on Saturday and he's had good games before and he can kick goals, but yeah, it just doesn't take enough marks for me and doesn't kick goals consistently enough. So I, I want to see more from Nash. Uh, I'd like to see him do more of those two things, but I don't know. I just, I, it's hard for me to get excited about Nash because I think, well, what would a really good Connor Nash look like? Like a fully developed <laughs> Connor Nash. And I, I just don't know what that is. And it's the same with Shoenmakers. He never really, I think Shoenmakers, he had one good season and I, good season. It was a good half of a season in 2015. But apart from that, that, he was just a, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But he was a bit part player, like for a whole, his whole yeah. career. And I just yeah. see Nash yeah. sort of falling into the same trap. But, yeah, uh, no, he, look, he was good. He might start round one, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. But yeah, I'm not. I I find it hard to get too excited about Connor Nash. Well, we we've got a few of those sort of players because uh, you know O'Brien is one of those players who uh, every now and then we get really excited because he's got potential to take a big grab, but he's also got the potential to go up and go for a mark and not take that big grab that seems to be like ready to be taken. So. Yeah, we've got a few of those sort of players in our team at the moment who seem to be just sort of hanging around. But look, you know, they're, 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 they're playing a role and uh, we want to win a premiership. I reckon we could win a premiership in five years, Michael, in less than five years I'm tipping at the moment. And uh, I, But we just need to find the right players who can win the premiership for us. What, what about Bramble, Michael? The new bloke who's just joined us. Lucky Bramble. Uh, I I didn't... Yeah, some of those highlights I saw from the Footscrub game, I thought, this bloke's got something. He just some of the moves he made just sort of tells me that he's got some skill, and I think um, I can see why they picked him up. But you know, we want these sort of players who we grab from nowhere, out of anywhere. Um, you know, we want to see them uh, come on. So he's another player we might uh, be watching in the few weeks' time from now, Michael. Uh, yeah, look, possibly. I didn't think he did too much against North. Uh, nothing that really got me excited at all. But I did see those highlights against against the dogs and yeah uh he did look pretty good but um you know whether he plays much this year i'm not sure um but yeah i think really he i i think he's replaced scully on the list um so that's uh it's good that we're able to replace someone but uh yeah i i don't know i, I can't say too much because i haven't seen enough of him um, just on O'Brien, because you mentioned him a moment ago, I know he, he probably copped a bit of shtick online, um, as he normally does, because he's kind of the whipping boy. But I, I actually thought his game was okay. Um, he, he didn't, yes, he flew for a lot of marks and took, I think, one. So that was not such a good return. But he got to a lot of contests. And, you know, he kicked uh, 
I think one goal, but he he also missed a really easy set shot, which is a bit unusual for him. He's normally a very good set shot goal. He's a beautiful goal. Player. So mm. you can just see, and I know we say this about him a lot, but um, you can just see that if if things had gone a bit different, he really could have kicked three or four goals and been pretty important. So um, you know, it just it hasn't quite clicked, but it's good to see him getting to a lot of contests, which is I think. You know, typical O'Brien game is that he sort of fades out and does nothing for, you know, a quarter or even a half. But I think he was pretty consistent all day. So uh, I think I thought he was okay. Um, and, you know, he, he play, he's played pretty well in the other preseason games too. So, you know, uh, I think O'Brien's showing reasonable form going into the season. Michael, I'm interested to know what the impact of Craig McRae is going to have on these young blokes because... Uh, you know, you did a fantastic job at Richmond, and of course, he was a great player at Brisbane Brisbane Lions back in the day. But I've um, I'm interested to know how he's going to. I looks. I mean, so far you would say he's going well because Cosie's up and about, and you've got um, Brockman having a go as well too. They're they're attacking the ball, and uh, I'd like to think he has an impact at Hawthorne. But look, you know, that's another. I'm just I'm fascinated how the the coaching of the players goes and whether that changes the way they actually, um, you know approach the game every Saturday. Yeah, yeah well, you know, um, I, I'm not going to pretend like I understand tactics too well. But, um, I mean, so far, yeah, you'd have to say things are pretty good considering, like, there are a lot of marks on the lead, uh, which we just have not seen much of for the last few seasons. So, um, Kaczynski took the majority of his goals came from, you know, marks on the lead, which was just, I mean, I that, that had completely faded out of our game, really. And uh, yeah. again, like, I didn't see the pre the intra club game, and nor did I see the you know, live version of the the um the the preseason game on. against the dogs. Yeah. But yeah. but you know, O'Brien kicked six in the intra club, he kicked three against um against the dogs, and you know, Mitch Lewis was kicking goals too. So, I mean, it just seems like it seems like they're scoring a bit more heavily, and they're you know the, the the tall forwards are kicking goals, which is just my God. You know, that's something we've. I mean, I, I, that's cost us a lot of games, really, our forward line delivery. So, um, so far, look, it looks pretty good. So, hopefully, that does yeah. make a big difference. I'm um, obviously there's quite a few players out at the moment, and um, I guess they obviously they're going to add dimension to the team itself. But um, that's in some ways nice, Mike. We haven't really had a good bunch of uh, sort of reserve type players to come into the team. But, you know, when we get Wingard in, we get Mitchell back in. Um, who else is out, Michael? Who else is out at the moment? Got a few uh, Scrimshaw. doesn't Scrimshaw. look like Scrimshaw will be playing yeah, round one. Um, yeah. yeah, you mentioned Tom Mitchell. Uh, Gunston won't yeah, play either. Bruce, and, of course, Sicily's playing. out for the majority of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to look at, the, you know, if you're looking at the best that were named um, yeah. against North Melbourne, we've yeah. got... Kaczynski, Morrison, Shields, Jeff, uh, Phillips, Moore, and Brockman. I mean, all of those guys, apart from Shields, we've got, uh, you know, what, four young guys and Phillips who is uh, – sorry, five young guys and Phillips who is a, a, you know, a new player. So that's that's just a really good sign, that, you know, that, that these these new guys that are coming in are, are having an impact. Um I just wanted to speak a little bit more about some of those names. Uh, Tom Phillips plays for, or I guess his first, uh, what do you, is it still called a NAB preseason game? It was no, a, the Amy series, I think it is. Amy oh, series yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, 30 touches, and I thought he was pretty good. You know, he was very consistent all day. I know that the, 
the reason he was let, or well, Collingwood were happy to to let him go, was his kicking. Uh, they didn't really think he was a, an elite kick or a good enough kick to justify his spot. So, I guess that's something he needs to work on. I, personally, I thought his kicking was okay, but um, uh, yes, on Saturday. But uh, yeah, good to see him getting a lot of the ball, and he actually played as an inside midfielder at times too. So he's a little bit more versatile than I thought. But yeah, he's definitely in our best 22. And, I, you know, he fills a, a need that we really, really, like, had a, a big hole in. Like, I don't know what we'd do if we didn't have guys like him because, as I said, Scully um, and Henderson had both recently left the club and Isaac Smith. Um, so, yeah, we really needed that outside midfielder. So he fills that spot. And he, so far, he's started really well. Good on him. Good stuff. Mike, what about CJ? How's he travelling? Yeah. Uh, G- is is he going to deliver, Michael? I mean, he, he, I always get the impression this kid's got a lot of potential, but I don't know what the potential is. And, uh, God, I hope he does. Okay. Well, first of all, he looks a lot bigger than he did um, yeah. last year or even the year before that. Um, he, he certainly put on some size, which is good, and that's pretty normal, I guess, for, for young players. Um, he was fantastic across halfback. Like, he really reads the play well, and he's a very natural defender. So, and I, I texted you during the game, um, and I said, you know, he, he was very, he was Sicily like at times. There was one point where I think he intercepted the ball going into our defensive area. I think four times in a row he took a defensive mark. And, you know, he just – obviously he's a very natural um, player in some ways. But, yeah, look, we still saw a lot of that just odd unforced errors like missed kicks um, and, you know, not not great decisions under pressure. And and that sort of makes you a bit nervous when he gets the footy. But I, I think you're seeing a little less of that and a bit more of the, the good stuff, that, that defensive um, – defensive abilities that I, that I mentioned a moment ago. So I think he's definitely heading in the right direction. I think we'll definitely see, based on what I saw on Saturday anyway, I, do, I think we'll definitely see a lot more of him this season. So uh, they're definitely persisting with him. He's got, he's definitely, I keep saying definitely, but um, as you said before, he's he's got a lot of ability, like just real raw potential. So uh, I'm excited to see where he can go. He's still very young, so there's a lot of development left in, in Jaiath. Now, Michael, I'm just uh, – we're going to wrap it up pretty shortly, but I just want to get your prediction as to where you think we might finish this year on the ladder. Give us a bit of a prediction. Uh, I think bottom three. Uh, I don't okay. think – I'd be surprised if we got any any higher than that. I know, you know, uh, you mentioned it before we started recording, uh, David King predicted that Hawthorne would finish on the bottom of the ladder. Uh, personally, I don't think that's such an unusual prediction. I know some people were a bit offended by that. I think people were a bit sensitive. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, someone's got to finish on the bottom of the ladder. It definitely could be us. It could be. I mean, think think of it this way. We finished in the bottom four last season, and we've just lost Scully, Smith, Henderson, Puopolo, Stratton, Patton, although he barely played. You know, like we've lost a lot of senior players. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it makes sense that we would drop further down. So a lot of this is going to depend on how many young guys we can unearth and how, how, how consistent they are. Um, but, I mean, looking at the young guys we've got, yeah, look, they've shown a bit. I don't know if they're going to play that well every week. Uh, I also don't know if we've got enough young guys in the team yet to really propel us forward. So... Uh, yeah, I, de- I think I'm not expecting many wins this season. I think it's I think it'll be a good season. Like we'll we'll have a good time watching these young guys develop, and we'll we'll see where we're going because we're not a it's not a rabble of a club. It's not like there's off field issues. It's not like you know that 
the the the, the clubs in turmoil. But the the, the truth is that just our, our talent on the field is is not it's not really there. It, it's or at least it's very raw and undeveloped. So yeah, I don't think we'll win too much. I wouldn't be shocked if we finished on the bottom of the ladder. Um, I don't think we will. I think we'll just avoid that. But I, I, I wouldn't be. I don't. I, what I'm saying is, you know, don't don't be too surprised if we finish bottom three because I think that's probably where we'll end up. Well, you know what? There's no way we're finishing bottom. I couldn't stand that concept. But um, I actually want it. I mean, I, I think because we've got players like Wingard and Bruce and Gunston and Mitchell and Warple and you've got Day coming through as well too, they've got, there's a, some kids out there who can really play and I, I players who can really play. And I, I've got a funny feeling that, you know, I want us to finish bottom five mainly because I want us to get a good draft pick again because there's a Buddy, Ruffy and a Lewis out there somewhere and we need to find them. So, you know, bottom five for that reason. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they – if we'd have sort of upset games during the season where the kids and and these good senior players who are still with us um, click every now and then and, you know, we beat a good team every now and then. But, yeah, I think you're right. We're probably not going to win too many games. But I, at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if we do because there's something about, I mean, the players we've left with who are still at the club, I mean, they're really good players. <laughs> and, um, you know, if the wind's blowing the right way on a particular day, anything's possible, Michael. But, yes, hopefully we finish bottom five for that Buddy Lewis Ruffy type option at the end of the year. That's what I'm hoping for, Michael. This is what I think will be the lineup for round one. There's always a surprise when it comes to the team being named every week. I find it's very difficult to predict. But this is what I think will be the lineup based on the preseason. Um, and taking into account of well as well that Gunston, Sicily, Scrimshaw, uh, Tom Mitchell um, most likely won't be available. I've included Wingard. I, I think he's a bit more likely than the others, but he may not play either. So this is my round one team. Go for okay. it. So starting from the fullback line, I've got uh, Hardwick, Hardigan, and Jayath. From halfback, I've got Impey, Frost, and Burgoyne. From the centre line, I've got uh, Tom Phillips on the wing, Liam Shields in the middle, Harry Morrison on the other wing. Uh, half forward line, I've got Luke Bruce, Tim O'Brien at centre half forward, Liam Shields on the half forward flank. The full forward line, I've got uh, Tyler Brockman in the forward pocket, Jacob Kaczynski at full forward, and Chad Wingard in the other forward pocket. In the rucks, I've got Ben McAvoy in the ruck, and the followers as O'Meara and Warple. On the interchange, I've got Will Day, Daniel Howe, Jonathan Segler, and Dylan Moore. So I've left out Mitch Lewis, who I I just don't think he's going to be able to get a spot in that team now that Kaczynski... I think after a six-goal haul, I think Kaczynski just has to start round one. I don't know how you can ignore that. So I, I think he'll start ahead of Mitch Lewis. Um, I I really wanted to put James Cousins in, but I just don't. I, I think they'll go with Daniel Howe over Cousins. I think Howe gives us that defensive midfielder that we don't have without. We don't really have a replacement for that. So I, I'm not sure Cousins will start round one. I also don't think Downey's done quite enough to debut in round one, but I think he'll play at some point. Uh, Damon Greaves, another one who I really wanted. I want him to play as many games as possible, but I just don't see. I think Jyeth will start ahead of him, and uh, and Ollie Hanrahan, um, another one that you know it's really between he and Brockman, um, and I just went Brockman, but I mean I, I could see that going either way to be honest. But um, yeah. 
I could see, yeah. I could see, I could see a side with both those guys are playing in the same team. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I could at some stage, but I think yeah. for round one, you know, if Hanrahan comes in, either Brockman or Wingard goes out, and I don't think they're going to drop Wingard. So, right. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Look, it's, it's, I mean, that team, it sounds okay. It's not a, it's not a brilliant team, but it's a, it's a team which will, um, is probably our best team at the minute. I mean, I'm, I'm excited by the fact that you've left out some of those players you mentioned. I mean, I think Greaves will be in our best 22 ultimately. Um, hopefully Mitchell can make it as well too. I mean, I've got this vision of the the Twin Towers and still having O'Brien in the team as well too. So that's um, what I'm hoping will happen one day. As out, we need a point of difference to other teams in the AFL, and we got. I mean, we can't just look like Richmond or we can't just look like you know Collingwood or other teams. We've got to have our own identity, and I think the Twin Towers option is uh, it worked back in the day. And I think it could uh, bring it back somehow or another if they both come on well. Michael. Uh, Yep. Anything else we should talk about before we head no, off? No, I, I think that's it. Um, yeah, so good start or good preseason. I'm looking yep. forward to round one. Um, yeah, so, so uh, I, I mean, it's it's a, it's amazing we're playing Essendon. I mean, the team we dislike the most or one of the teams I dislike the most. And, uh, and of course, what that'll be a really interesting game, but it's weird how they couldn't move it to the MCG. That's like, oh, God, the AFL. I mean, seriously. So it's going to be like, aren't we, 25,000 people at um, – at the Marvel Stadium, uh, screaming their heads off. Most of them will be Essendon supporters, so let's hope we win and uh, crush their crush them like a paper cup, Michael. Fingers crossed on that. Uh, yeah, always good to beat Essendon. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, um, twenty five thousand that he had. There's not much you can do about that. No, um, no. Everyone's pretty hamstrung by COVID still, but yeah. you know, at least at least they're playing games. And at least some people are allowed in. It wasn't that long ago we were all playing no. in a hub. So everything's yeah, a lot better than it was last season already. So I'll take yeah. it, whatever they're giving me. It's all good for me too. We've come to the end of the show. It's uh, been great to get back on a show, get a show happening again in 2021. I'm excited about the whole season, how it's going to play out for the Hawks. And I'm looking forward to we produce a weekly podcast on the Mighty Hawks and how they're traveling this year, folks. So make sure you tune into Hawthorne Obsession. Uh, Michael, we love Hawthorne. And uh, we know you do as well too, folks. And uh, let's um, have a great 2021. Can the Mighty Hawks.